Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, it is great to be with you. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here, Director of Priests for Life, and we are going to delve into God's Word as we do together each day. Hope you can bring other people with you, invite uh, them, share the video, and uh, let's keep increasing our online congregation, which is exactly what's happening. I'm grateful for that. We're going to delve into this Advent uh, re reading and uh, also hear the O Antiphon for today. Remember, during these days, there's a special title for Jesus invoked every day. I'll chant it in the ancient Latin, and uh, we'll reflect on these powerful Powerful passages. Uh, let's go into uh, the presence of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, in these days we see all history come together. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. We look at what the prophets have said. We look at the history of the Old Testament. We look at the great deliverers that you raised up for God's people at various points in time. And Lord, we say, yes, you are our rescuer. You lift up human life and you lift it up to your throne. Lord, we thank you for the rescue that the Jesus who comes gives us from, from sin. We repent once again. And we ask you, let us live the new life vigorously and faithfully. May we now understand your word more deeply. May we live it more faithfully and may we proclaim it more effectively. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of Judges. There was a certain man from Zorah of the clan of the Danites whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and had borne no children. An angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Though you are barren and have had no children, yet you will conceive and bear a son. Now then, be careful to take no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean. As for the son you will conceive and bear, no razor shall touch his head, for this boy is to be consecrated to God from the womb. It is he who will begin the deliverance of Israel from the power of the Philistines. The woman went and told her husband, A man of God came to me. He had the appearance of an angel of God, terrible indeed. I did not ask him where he came from, nor did he tell me his name. But he said to me, You will be with child and will bear a son. So take neither wine nor strong drink and eat nothing unclean. For the boy shall be consecrated to God from the womb until the day of his death. The woman bore a son and named him Samson. The boy grew up and the Lord blessed him. The Spirit of the Lord stirred him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So anyone who's thinking about Christmas is going to recognize here a foreshadowing of the announcement made to a virgin from Nazareth by the name of Mary. The angel comes and not only tells her that she's going to conceive and bear a child, but says he will deliver. You notice the theme. 
A child is conceived to be born to deliver. This is, this is what Jesus does. The name Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. Jesus saves us from our sins. Samson was raised up as one of the judges. That's why this is in the book of Judges in the Old Testament. Samson is raised up as one of the judges of Israel that saves them from the Philistines. Now, you, So you can take this whole thing as a, as a foreshadowing of Christ, which the whole Old Testament is, and say, okay, the Philistine, just like earlier on, right, the Egyptians and Pharaoh and his army, the oppression by the Egyptians represented the oppression by sin and death and by the culture of death, we can say. And so now the Philistines, whom the people of God had to fight constantly, they were always trying to destroy them. The Philistines here representing the power of sin and death over us. And Samson representing Christ. Now you know this, not just from this story, this annunciation with a small a of his conception and birth, but by how he died. He gave his life to rescue his people from the Philistines. You remember the story? He had defeated many Philistines in battle. He had incredible strength. That's what he was known for. But then the Philistines ended up trapping him, capturing him. Uh, they gouged out his eyes. They, they, they had him as a trophy. And one night they were having this big celebration. Oh, let's bring out Samson, you know, and show our, show our, our victory once again. And so they bring him out and they're having this big festival with thousands of these Philistine leaders and people. And this is in some a kind of a big palace. And, and Samson says to, to the, 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 the folks that were handling him, let me rest my arms on the pillars, the pillars of this uh, palace. And once again, he asks God to revive in him that superhuman strength that he had. Guess what he does? He pushes down the pillars. Now, actually, obviously, it's a self-sacrificing act. But it kills the Philistines and their leaders. Foreshadowing again. That self-sacrificing, salvific act of Jesus on the cross. You can see, you can see the symbolism even in the hand stretched out. Samson is, 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 has his hands on the pillars. Jesus has his arms on the cross. Love. Victory. Victory through transforming death into an act of love. What power this is. Samson is indeed prefiguring the Lord Jesus Christ. And once again, we learn here, our faith is about deliverance. It's about rescue. It's about saving. It's about saving God's people from Philistines, Egyptians, Babylonians, people who in various points of history are oppressing them and therefore representing all the forces that oppress God's people. Brothers and sisters, in our day, abortion is oppressing human beings more than anything else. More than anything else. Just numerically, more than anything else in terms of the fundamental 
good that we have, life itself, being directly attacked. The foundation, as the U.S. bishops have said, the foundation of the house is being attacked. More than anything else, in terms of the helplessness of the victims, this cries out, it's why the bishops keep saying, this is the preeminent issue today. My friends, logic and common sense tell us so. The Lord rescues us. Let us therefore be committed as we celebrate Christmas to rescue one another, to rescue the helpless among us, and to constantly lead people to Christ who overturns the entire kingdom of death and therefore the kingdom of abortion, and He will lead us all to that full victory of life. Let's chant the antiphon that is assigned for today, O Root, of Jesse's stem, sign of God's love for all his people, come to save us and do not delay. O radix Jesse, qui stas in signum populorum, Super quem continebunt reges osum, quem gentes deprecabuntur, veni ad liberandum nos, iam nolitardare. Indeed, Lord, do not delay, because... We are being oppressed even now. We are being oppressed by abortion. We are being oppressed, Lord, not only in that our youngest brothers and sisters are being slaughtered every day in a holocaust that has no rival, but, Lord, also because the forces of abortion care nothing about the will of the people, care nothing about the process by which we govern ourselves in America. They simply want to impose this fake, and destructive dogma on the rest of us. They want to bypass legitimate debate. They want to bypass the lawmaking process. They just want to impose what they believe is a fundamental right to kill babies. Lord, do not delay. Our society, our nation is under deep distress. Show yourself again to be our Savior. Show yourself again to be the fulfillment of the prophetic actions of Samson and of Moses and of all those who have stood up to set your people free. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. Bring us salvation and life. And we pray as Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
<clears throat> Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends. It's always good to be with you, and uh, be assured of my ongoing prayers, and that of all our Priest for Life team. Join us again tomorrow. Spread the word about these, these times of prayer and scripture, and um, promote us on social media, too. I'm at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.